The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, brand new episode. We're starting September uh, with a brand new episode, and this one is called Letters because we answer your letters in this episode. And there were a lot of them, and we thank you. And they're all different, and it was great. Uh, fine episode. Also, uh, Jimmy's going to review the movie Kin uh, in the broken news. Uh, so stay stay with us for that. And uh, oh, don't forget, yes, uh, September eighth this this coming. See, we release this podcast on Monday. This coming uh, Saturday night, we're going to be doing another one of our live free events at Club Fifty West in Salt Lake. That's Fifty West and Three Hundred South. That's Broadway. If you're in Salt Lake. It's a block away from FanX. You just walk right on over, come and have a drink with us, watch us do our show live on stage. It's always a very good time. And, uh, it, you know, we'll, we'll get you out of there before 9.30, so you can go to some other parties after that. But uh, we'll, we'll get you in there. We'll entertain you and uh, send you on your way. <laughs> we always have a good time. We'll have more information on that coming up, so uh, stay tuned for that. But that's a free event. you got to be 21 and older. That's the other thing. Uh, but uh, we're going to have a good time. And look for all of the Geek Show guys uh, at uh, FanX doing different panels. So uh, uh, look us up. It's on their website. You can search it and all that. Uh, but uh, we do want to thank our uh, sponsors and then get to this episode called Letters with your letters. Uh, of course, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection opens seven days a week. Hold services free. With that, you get a 10% discount on purchases over $20 or more. And the previews catalog for free. They're at 2043 East, 3300 South. It's Dr. Volt's. Also, Cabin Fever, currently located at the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East. Cabin Fever loves all of their customers. Whether you're meek, geek, freak, you'll find camaraderie within the eclectic world of Cabin Fever. So much more than a card store. Uh, the Twin Sons Cafe, of course. Uh, Chef Daniel has started a GoFundMe campaign for the cafe to generate some working capital. He needs a beer and a wine license, things like that. So if you go to GoFundMe.com and search Twin Sons Cafe, it'll pop right up. So Black Velvet Boutique, thank you, Don and Leah. Uh, they're at uh, 293 South State Street in Clearfield. Not a porn store or novelty store. They are a valuable sexual wellness resource for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. And they have free sex education workshops as well at Black Velvet Boutique. Park City Culinary Institute also helps pay for the party. You can become a chef. Park City Culinary Institute in Salt Lake at 1484 South State Street. You can learn more about their four... 8- to 12-week programs. Financing is available on approved credit. You can use a GI Bill to pay for cooking school. Mention X96 when you enroll, and you'll receive an all-clad pot free. That's value of $200. Also, FanX, like I was talking about, formerly Salt Lake Comic Con, returning to the Salt Palace September 6th through the 8th. Uh, a lot of great celebrity guests, and more importantly, very talented art and merchandise vendors, and even more importantly, comic book authors and artists. Get the full lineup and purchase tickets at FanXSaltLake.com and go see them. Uh, also, Vernal Law. Vernal Law PC, focusing on patents, trademarks, copyrights, and advertising law for businesses and creative people. Uh, just visit VernalLaw.com for more information. Haster Games and Hobbies. They're paying for this party as well. Not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and magic products, they will buy your pre-owned board games and magic products. They are located at 6831 South State Street in Salt Lake, open 11 to 10 Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 on Sundays. A great place to stay and play. 
Also, Quarters Arcade Bar at 5 East, 400 South. It's the old Manhattan Club uh, location in downtown Salt Lake. Go to quartersslc.com. 21 Retro Arcade and Full Bar featuring pinball, arcade games, console gaming, board games, and events. Killer Queen League Night every Wednesday. Punk Rock Vinyl DJs every second and fourth Sunday uh, at 9 p.m. Pinball League Night Mondays at 8 p.m. Go to their website for all of the calendar of upcoming events and all that. All right. Name of the episode is Letters. We're going to get to it after a message or two. Please to enjoy and thank you for listening to Geek Show Podcast. Fan X returns September 6th through the 8th to the Salt Palace. Utah's ultimate pop culture fan experience features the biggest lineup yet. Celebrity guests including Jason Momoa, David Tennant, Dick Van Dyke, Tim Curry, Dave Bautista, Paul Rubens, Evangeline Lilly, Chuck Norris, Carl Urban, and more. Shop from talented art and merchandise vendors and geek out with your favorite fandoms like Star Wars, Star Trek, Doctor Who, and Stranger Things. Don't miss Fan X September 6th through the 8th. Get your tickets now at fanxsaltlake.com. Verna Law PC focuses on patent, trademark, copyright, and advertising law. Verna Law helps businesses and creatives keep the value of their intellectual property high. Anthony Verna and the team at Verna Law can register and license any intangible that you or your business own. They license in New York and New Jersey. However, they help clients throughout the United States and around the world. Visit their website at vernalaw.com and check out their Law and Business podcast. Quarters, Salt Lake's retro arcade bar featuring pinball, arcade games, console gaming, board games, and punk rock vinyl nights, offering a wide selection of craft brews, cocktails, and affordable drink options. Follow Quarters on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or visit quartersslc.com for a calendar of events. This is not your everyday cafe, and this is just one indication. Delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Sons Cafe in Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at twinsonscafeslc.com. Hugs are free. Twin Sons, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing world, it's food is. And welcome back to the basement. Woohoo! Yeah. So glad to be here. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Huh? Huh? Yeah, yeah. What? Got a, got a Mountain Dew. He's got a Mountain Dew. He's Jay Whitaker. Hey, what's up, y'all? Aha! Chilling this shit. Got a sharing of voltage with my buddy over at the kids' table. That's right. That's right. Delicious. Yeah, follow me on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram at It's Jay Whitaker. And then come see me September 14th and 15th at Ogden Wise Guys. And then uh, September 19th, 22nd at uh, Big Pine Comedy Festival in Arizona. And then. Be careful in Arizona, it kills people. I know, I heard that. <laughs> and then uh, October uh, 19th through the 21st, I'll be in Sacktown. And then uh, that's it. Laughs Unlimited. Peace. Love y'all. Mm. There you go. <laughs> 
you guys are on to me now, I think. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just quick. I'm, you're I just, get them quick intros. Voltage no, I cheers. Just, voltage, voltage cheers. cheers. Yes. Uh, once, I, once I realized the simulation was broken, I've just stopped interjecting. He's <laughs> realized the simulation is broken. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just don't He's know what Lee George Cade. It's really hard. You wake up every morning and you realize that those fleeting dreams that you're having, it's just the, uh, the simulation trying to kickstart itself and re-exert its reality upon your consciousness. <laughs> and that's um, when you climax. It's time no, to go to the next house. I'm not entirely unsure that the Animatrix is wrong. I think we might actually be an energy source for robots that have had an EMP wipe out the ability of the sun to sign on. You know, solar just doesn't work if you can't. I'm nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so, know what he's talking about. I don't you know. Guys know I mean, seriously. It's you, with him you, for a minute. You but. let a squirrel get in a Hadron Collider and everything goes to shit. Who let a squirrel in the Hadron Collider? That happened. You must have had <laughs> some voltage. That's how you get squirrel superheroes. Squirrel Jeez. girl. Well, let yeah. me into the Hadron Collider. <laughs> well, they, that'd be cool. Let's see if we can get in. Yeah. Give me a boost. <laughs> I'll do that. Lift me up. Push you me gotta right in there. Lift me up after you get I'm in. I'm going to pull you in, yep. and then we're going to play an Evanescence album while we get it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'll call the press contact. I'll get us in there. Lee All is R-Anon. R-Anon. Yeah. I actually did that Q thing. That was, that was me and a group of French anarchists. Uh, it's Bill Maher. He, he copped to it. He, they, he admitted it. Bill Marm yeah. admits that he is cute. I did it. Yeah. So I, because I, about about three weeks ago, they had an article with these uh, French anarchists that wrote a book called Q back mm-hmm. in the '90s that actually outlined the whole French the whole anarchists. Play. French anarchists. We don't like these things. Wow. Well, that was an interesting accent. Uh-huh. <laughs> it seemed very French to me. So uh, yeah, if you want to see the, if you want to see the cool things I'm doing in my retirement, check out Vagabond Studios <laughs> on uh, Facebook. It was an early retirement. Uh, last week it wasn't retirement. This week it is. I'm, I'm trying to look. I saw this thing with Terry Crews where he's like, you know, there's no way, ha- no way to happiness. Happiness is the way. And I was like, thank you, Terry Crews. So that's just, I'm just going to be happy. That's was nice. His, was his pecs going up and down as he said no, it? No, he was talking about his 10 best roles, and he was actually had this really cool zen attitude about the whole thing. He actually counts like bridesmaids as one of the best roles he ever had because he oh, had so yeah. much fun doing it. Yeah. And it was just a cameo. I right? hope he put President Camacho in there from he Idiocracy. Did. He did. Yes. yes. He's, he talked about, so I was like, thanks, Terry Crews. That's actually he, really good. It's really actually good a mindset. good attitude. He put all 10 of his roles on the list. Well, he, he, <laughs> he's he, in Deadpool 2. <laughs> yeah, you know, he... I've been. Uh, Are we trying to name in Brooklyn Nine Nine? Are we trying to name ten roles for Terry Crews? Well, now? He, he he mentioned Training Day. Training he wasn't day. actually hired for that. Yeah. Um, he just happened to be big at the right time. There's yeah. uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. There's yeah. Idiocracy. There's Bride. What was the one? The White one? Chicks. White Chicks. White Chicks. Everybody hates Chris. He was the dad on. He was the dad on. Everybody hates Chris. Yep. Um, the Expendables. Yeah. Yeah. All, yeah. yeah. all three of those. Well, and that's where he had his whole his whole. There is no way to happiness. Happiness is the way thing because he he didn't feel like he had enough of a role, and then he realized that he just needed to change his mindset, and they rewrote his part. For he him. was being all Lukey. Yeah, he was being mm. all Lukey. He was giving up. He was going to go to a Octel. gub, and instead he worked it all out. <laughs> Gotta have that growth mindset. Yeah. Plus, I'm really liking these Funko Savage World figures. That's the other thing I found in my retirement. So, have you guys seen these? I was, no. So they 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 took uh, Funko got the license to everything, right? So they've they've made like He Man style bodies <laughs> for. Is that Lionel? Yeah, it's Lionel, but he looks like a He Man figure. So yeah. you know the the whole circles come complete now. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, that's my life in All a right. nutshell. It's cool. it's nowhere near as exciting as it used to be. I, I get up and I feed the pigeons. <laughs> Wow. Do the crossword in Sudoku. Just, just, just look at the tree. <laughs> he thinks yeah. he's feeding pigeons, but there's nothing really there. He watches, <laughs> he watches Fox News for yeah. three hours. I don't. It's I don't. a simulation. It, the simulation is broken. I'll be honest. I've forgotten where we are of the introductions. Yeah. Well, uh, you introduced me and you introduced Tony. So 
No, he hasn't introduced He's, me yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, just, I'm, the person I'm tapping on is the person you should probably go with soon. Okay. And then, Lee, and Lee, Lee Cause, walks cause around his house Jay. claiming yeah, yeah. that the uh, the maid stole his <laughs> my stole, wallet's gone. Stole his jewelry. And, and, and who shit my pants? She steals uh, from me. He is the uh, producer and designated driver of the program, Quad T, to tell Tony. Hey. He's so talented. 83 is the number of roles Terry Crews has oh, had okay. as okay. actor. All right. So there He's you done go. voiceovers, too. Yeah, that includes voiceovers and stuff. He's done quite a bit of that. Yeah. All right. He's going to be in Crackdown 3, which I hope is That's good right, yeah. on Xbox. That looks, that looks pretty cool. Uh, check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony or every week here on The Geek Show or every other week on The Gadget Spot. Yeah. I'm feeling right. that. Yeah, yeah. So that's what a guy with a busy day sounds like. And this voltage shit, you that? yo, right. that's good stuff. This... Poopity scoop, <laughs> poopity scoop. Yeah. Who, who's next, Jay? Uh, that would be you. You have your choice of uh, Sophie's choice of uh, Shannon or Jimmy. Ooh. Okay. Oh. Put them in. Put them in the battle dome. Put them in the battle dome. Put. Two, two geeks enter. enter. Two <laughs> geeks mean? enter. Two geeks leave. Yeah. <laughs> they don't do because anything. Because they sit and talk about shit. <laughs> put them. Put them in the GUB dome. Put them in the Gub dome. Hi, watch me on KSR. There we go. <laughs> it's Jimmy. <laughs> Big movie mouth. Off, uh, listen to me on Geek Show and Miyoka Show and read me in Slug. Uh, yeah, nothing's really going on. Just kind of chilling out. Gub we're, we're in like the, the cloud zone of like movies. Like it's August and like yeah. early yeah. September. Like we're not hitting horror movies yet. Well, and I and, feel um, like the summer Oscar bait. Oscar bait, yeah. The, the summer movies wound down really quick this year. It actually. did. Oh, like, well, that's what we were talking about the other episodes. Where like, you know, they just, well, they packed out May. Yeah, yeah. they could have spread yeah. it out. But yeah, they they shot their wad heavily in May. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is the smart thing to do is spread that shit out. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, everybody gets a chance then. And that's a, let that be a lesson to, to to our listeners. You know, you don't want to go hard at first. You yeah, want spread s- that shit out. Spread it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. poopity scoop. <laughs> what? Just, it's his new Zen uh, program. Uh, no, that's what he's trying to. Dave Chappelle was yeah, on a yeah. was on a. Um, on a show on MBC, uh, MSNBC, and the guy was like, "Blah blah blah," and he goes, "Yeah, right, poopity scoop." <laughs> <laughs> and then, like the it was Ari Melcher. He was just like, mm-hmm. "Well, okay, all right." <laughs> uh, yeah. Urban talk. Uh, Shannon Barnes and everyone. What is up, motherfuckers? Poopity uh, scoop. Poopity scoop. Uh, spread that shit out. Spread that shit out, man. Don't be a Luke. Nope. Be a Yoda. Yeah. Torment you could do it, man. You can really do it, Karen. Like, Karen do you want to be like, Luke or do you want to be the can, guy that uh, fucks you can with over, Luke? If you see a challenge, don't be scared of it. Embrace it. Luke, because you be... failure is part of learning. Don't be Luke Owen? No, <laughs> Skywalker. Remember uh. that quitting bitch? Anyway. Get your ass to my pub quiz. Bam, <laughs> transition. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday nights. Wednesday. It's at Lucky 13. It's fantastic. It's at 8. Eat a hamburger. <laughs> Hi, home. Hello, I would like a hamburger. <laughs> Pour some drinks down your throat. <laughs> and two drinks. Get a little faded, but then call a left. Call a left. Call a left. Or take the tracks. Station's right across the street. It's right there, god yeah. damn it. It runs till midnight. You got no excuse, Karen. Get the fuck down there. All right, let's do this show now. <laughs> what about what about Linda and, and, and Janice? It's usually They're Karen. all invited. I know oh somebody my. who likes those hamburgers. Oh, shit, though. We forgot somebody. Yeah. Huh? Ladies and gentlemen, the Karen. man, the myth, the legend, our host, Terry Jackson. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. 
Good job, guys. We're getting so good at this show. Yeah, we're good. Uh, you guys are so upbeat and full of energy. Uh, <laughs> it's the voltage. It's the booze. <laughs> Monday through Friday, six to ten. X ninety six dot com. And you don't give a fuck after that. Yeah, nope. yeah. yeah. That place can nope. burn to the fucking ground. Oh, after every episode, he just takes the mic and smashes it. <laughs> Maybe don't go that far. Yeah, All right, it doesn't need to burn to the ground. There, we, there's people and stuff. Oh, that's true. Yeah, there are. Uh, I've uh, I forgot to warn you, Tony. That uh, uh, oh, we got one. That this episode is okay. is is a lot of letters, oh, lots of letters. Uh-oh. And here's the problem: is that I've been uh, they've been sitting here in a stack, and I've been meaning to get to them. And I'm I'm so sorry. I've read I read every one of your emails that come to me. Well, obviously they're tear stand. You can tell. And uh, that's oh, not Jesus. it. Jesus, R2D2. That know. wasn't me. That wasn't. That was. I not thought we me. had a message from an astromech. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, but I do get them and I do read them and uh, and I I print them up and I uh, sometimes you know it's just we get doing stuff in here and I yeah, we talk about Brandon Fraser yeah we get lost did you, get, the, did you get my letter down the, yes I did thank you for responding <laughs> uh, and uh, I think and I have it ready you want me to are, are you ready yeah with the, with the we letters? got lots of letters we got lots yeah we do that, no you don't no, I got a new phone. <laughs> It's not working. Do you ever do you ever think that sometimes <laughs> boo lots of letters. That's the new All one. Right. Do you ever think that sometimes Luke can't really understand R2? That he's just <laughs> He's just faking it. Yeah. R2. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Uh let's see. Uh this one from Jonah. Maybe just, we can play it after. Hi Jonah. All right. I j- I just wanted to thank you all for the episode Damn it Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was traveling home from Omaha by way of Las Vegas after a business trip, which included two delayed flights when it was dropped. Mm. Oh, God damn it. Being was it American here. Airlines? Fuck you, American Airlines. Doesn't matter the brand. Sponsors. Being <laughs> give a fuck. fuck American Airlines. I'll uh, quit this show. Fly Delta. <laughs> Being able to put my headphones on and hit play as I departed Vegas after what turned out into an eight-hour layover. Uh, and, hear, and hear the panel not only tell Karen off... I may have replaced the word Karen with a certain airline that rhymes with Buntier. Oh, that's your first oh, mistake. Oh, that's but, a yeah. fucking mistake. Yeah, yep. yeah, you had pain in your life. That's right. Never do Allegiance or Frontier. I'm sorry. Never get on a plane that you suck. Or American. And I was going to say, I don't think Buntier rhymes with American Airlines. Yeah, did no, people never... die during the frontier? <laughs> you you yes. never get on a plane that uses milk crates for seats. That's right. <laughs> It's a first rule. Or the all-purpose milk, bucket that... <laughs> milk crates, that there's a rope that you tie around for your, uh, for safety. It, <laughs> it made me laugh while rocketing in a metal tube thousands of feet in the air helped alleviate the stress of the day. Probably doesn't merit a mention on the show, but I wanted to give you my sincere thanks for all your continued commentary, Jonah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Glad Jonah. we could help. Don't fly frontier. I wish I would have had something to make <laughs> me laugh when I was stuck in Chicago besides that hooker farting at me. <laughs> that was just That weird. actually would make me laugh. That voice. Go mm-hmm. ahead. We got had it. some of the best interactions with prostitutes, Shannon. Remember that? Remember I've only that? had really positive. Remember that prostitute in in uh, in Phoenix that yelled at us? Oh yeah. Like threatened us. She was going to kill us because we didn't want to hire her. Yeah. She wow. could have too. She could have. Really? She, That's she, how you get business. She was a big lady. Yeah. She was like, you, you boys want a party, and we're like, no man, no, we're, uh. you're much too much woman for us. And she was like, <laughs> well then, fuck you. I'll fucking kill you. Yeah. And she followed us back to her. Room. She was either like, she was really like, she ran hot and cold. Mm. She either wanted to fuck you or kill you. Wow. You got, you got another letter for us? Yeah, like, it was I like I, it was a preview of being before? married for me. Before or after? Uh, before. During. Okay. All right. So, you know, you got to see. Letters. Sometimes we get letters, and then we answer them. And I can tell this is already going to be an earworm. 
Yeah, just tell. <laughs> and I apologize. Uh, let's see. Uh, this one from uh, Steve. Steve! Hey! Steve! 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 S- Esteban! Esteve. Steve? Steve? Uh, let's see. Uh, I've known about the Geek Show podcast for years, but only recently started listening. When I first heard of it, I wasn't uh, big into podcasts and had not embraced my true nerdy geekness. Mm. It's something that I've tried to keep behind closed doors in the privacy of my own home. <laughs> mm. uh, the environment I was raised in was the typical Utah County Mormon home. I wasn't encouraged to seek knowledge, experience, and venture around the world we live in. In fact, I was discouraged in many ways. Mm. Uh, because of my rebellion, I didn't seek the world of fantasy, comics, sci-fi, or Mordor. No, I found booze, drugs, self-destruction, hate, and anger. They're not exclusive. Yeah. (laughs) I soon became just as narrow-minded and judgmental as those who told me I would never grow up to be a good father, a good husband, a respected Mm. member of society, would spend the eternity in outer darkness. I didn't want anything to do with the geek world. I often laughed and cast aside those who were. (laughs) Oh, Steve. Those guys. Be gone! <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Away a, from me! I'm in a much better place now in life. Yay! I owe a good deal of that to the geek world. I truly owe those people who introduced me to the geek world and were patient with me as I tried to catch up. The Geek Show podcast has been so much fun for me. I've really enjoyed the program over the last several months. I think that what really reaches me and leaves me the most moved is the relationship that you all have with each other. It's mind-blowing for me at some points. It's literally brought me to tears. I've never had that. Uh, I have never had what you all have day in and day out with each other. It makes me jealous. It makes me sad. But then I stop and think about it. It makes me happy. I'm happy that uh, you have each other. And just by listening, I can hear what each of you means to the next, how important you are to one another. Uh, he doesn't know when the mics go off. We all just fucking hate each other. <laughs> it's a miracle these get it's like made. A TV, it's like a TV show. Like, yeah. uh, fuck you guys. Uh, but then he he Is says... This a three-page letter? Yeah, he said, and wow. then, he, then he says some very nice things about me and... And I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, and then he uh, closed. Uh, Thanks to all of you. You're truly amazing people, and each one of you hold a special place inside me. Fast forwarding, I have a beautiful wife who is truly my best friend, and we embrace each other's geek. She has two amazing daughters that I love just as though they were my own. Steve. Thanks, Steve. Steve. Thanks, Steve. Steve. Woo. Hey. Thank you, Steve. Welcome I think we should call him Saint Eve. No, yeah. I just want to say to Steve. <laughs> hey, I, was, I am a yeah. geek, but I'm also drunk and angry. <laughs> you can be both. Yeah, you can be both. That's what, Lee said. Hey, what were you gonna yeah. say, Jim? No, just hey, big big ups to Steve to just even acknowledging that part of himself. You know what, what? I mean? Like, because a lot of people just go through shit and they're like, Nah, I'm fine. And it's interesting yep. that Steve says that he wants what what we've got, and I in particular have seventy five cents. <laughs> I want that. We've got <laughs> we, <laughs> we've got beer. I got sixty bucks to listen to a jingle. Oh. Hand it over. <laughs> I All get, right. I get paid in mozzarella sticks. Wait, wait. <laughs> and I'm vegan. Oh, oh, no. Letters. Sometimes we get letters, and then we answer them. You ever feel like Tony's overcompensating? <laughs> I think he's doing a good job. I'm always good overcompensating. Job, That's my up, secret. I think he's uh, up you, for a raise. You, you, we, you compensated. <laughs> you compensated re- just fine earlier. His yeah. performance reviews coming it, up. It is time for his Evo. <laughs> uh, this one from Ryan. 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 All right. <laughs> Ryan! 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 Ryan. Steve. I know. Uh, how similar are Khan Noonien Singh and Adrian Veidt? The question can be reworded, but when I was watching the end of Watchmen Ultimate Cut, it made me think of Khan 
when Adrian was justifying himself. Oh, oh that's Ozymandias true. and yeah. Con. Yes. Uh, Geek Show says, hey, and where's the good bathroom? Ryan. Well, every- upstairs. I'll tell you where it is. It's upstairs, yeah. <laughs> oh it's upstairs. It's not well, downstairs. That's a callback. I went, in there, I went in there and it cleared out. Oh, good. <laughs> if, you're, uh, if you're writing a good, compelling villain, you, I have, saw to, the swamp thing. you have to write him from the point of view that they, they have to believe that they're the good guy. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the interesting thing with Ozymandias is he, he knew it's very much a... It's very much a uh, Thanos thing. He's gonna he's gonna destroy everything so that he can save what's left. So mm-hmm. you do you do have that. I mean, I was listening to a futurist this morning. Who basically, believes the world's already gone to hell. We just haven't told anybody yet because yeah. we don't want the riots. Uh, but that yeah, maybe a calling would help the human race if we went from seven billion to two hundred thousand people. Maybe wow. we'd survive. Wow. But, uh, we all know each other's names. Yeah, we really would. <laughs> you it's, know two hundred thousand names. Hi, Shannon. Oh. Hi, Karen. Hey. What's up? So that's Ozymandias, and then, but we don't really know what Khan's motivation was. Well, his was just revenge, plain and simple. Right, but what was he in space seed? He just wanted he'd take over the Enterprise and look good. In oh, space uh, was that the Khan he was referring? Oh, Khan okay. Noonien Singh. Yeah, right? the original. Uh, yeah. No, his his uh, he was he was out to conquer. He was he was he was like. Was Genghis s- Khan. Like Genghis Khan. Thank yeah. you. Right. He I was, just want some shit. That was his thing. Uh, right. I think um, really all Khan wanted to see is if Kirk really could do a judo kick by backing up and launching himself with his forearms <laughs> off of a railing in the engine <laughs> room. He pulled oh, it off yeah. greatly. He really did. Yeah. When the Bigly. riots start, can I can I hang out in the time closet when the riots start? If you'd like. I right? would. So probably start in the time closet. <laughs> that's the source. Nobody open that door. That's how I'm getting back and forth. <laughs> I mean, I always felt like Ozymandias kind of has a point. Oh, 100%. Well, that, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's Especially the in the comic book. In the comic yeah. book is what I'm talking it's about. The, yeah. It's the Thanos Killmonger conundrum. Well, right. Yeah. And his his thing in the in the comic book, it's a different motive. Well, it's a sort of similar motivation yeah. in, in the in the movie, but his, he goes about it by a different way. His deal was is that in order to bring the world together, we needed a common enemy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, and there's there's one speech by one president that brought that about. Yeah, when Reagan was saying he thought the only thing that would bring the human race together was an alien threat, and I think, and I kind of think that's yeah. true. I, well, yeah, know. Bill Pullman, my president, you know, uh, said <laughs> that in Independence Day. Is yeah. our Independence Day? He was great. That's um, my president. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I really think that humans, we all just need a common foe, and and in that case, it was either the aliens <laughs> in Watchmen or it was Doctor Manhattan. I thought it was Trump. Okay. For, mm-hmm. right, side side sidebar. Interesting question. He's trying. If if we could if we could have a, a common foe that was an alien race, which race would we pick? Super mm. Scrolls, Kree, uh, mm. you know, not the Klingons, well, they, the they, Cylons. They, I mean, they couldn't look human. Okay, because I think the human race would not. Uh, would Couldn't not rally yeah. if they looked human like. Well, because the, the only way xenophobia works is if you create an other. Exactly. And the mm-hmm. other has to be. I like, want them green people come the, around here. The longest standing war the United States has been in currently is the one we're in right now. And it's very easy because they're non Christian and they're non white. So mm-hmm. we, we can say. Well, those non-white, non-Christian others are easy mm-hmm. for us to bomb with impunity mm. and continue generating these defense contracts that mm. are actually destroying the GDP of the United States. Uh, and so we can keep doing that. So, But you're right. In order to get the human race unified, seven billion people, one, wipe out half of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't discriminate how you how you wipe out half of them. Uh-huh. Uh, so it could be an independence thing, Independence Day thing where you just bombard yeah. all the capitals. I think you should trick them and think they're going to get a boat. Think they're going to get a boat, right? But but and yeah, they walk you're, into a wood chip. You're right, Carrie. Oh to unify all of the people, 
it would have would, to be it would have to be some nebulous other. So yeah, so that's why it actually works better in the movie to have right. Dr. Manhattan be that nebulous other. Right, cuz he's blue. Cuz he's well, he's blue but giant well, but he can do anything. It works. I think it works better in the comics cuz they're completely oh, yeah. different looking the squid the squid the, alien the squid things. Aliens. Oh, you're right. Yeah, okay. It works better right. in the show comics. Up and start eating everything. We could be we we could hate Staros or the predators. Ooh. I think the You know what? That new trailer. I would the, just I would is it does it take place in Christmas? No, it could be any alien 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 clash. No, I'm, I'm talking about Predator now. The the Predator oh. movie because it's a Shane Black movie, and if it doesn't play, take it place during Christmas, it's not a Shane Black movie. Mm. So we'll All find right. out soon. All right, uh, we got uh, broken news coming up, and uh, more letters uh, after these messages. messages. We'll, we'll be right back. back. Talking about sex can be uncomfortable. And you know it shouldn't have to be. At Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. Black Velvet Boutique is an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, they're located on 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or give them a call, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. They are locally owned and operated, staffed by some really cool, fun, compassionate, and caring women, Dawn and Leah. Very supportive, very passionate about making sure that uh, their customers have a positive experience. You're free to shop anonymously or engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. Black Velvet Boutique is its not a porn store or a novelty store. It's for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask them about their free workshops, Black Velvet Boutique. Cabin Fever has been providing customers with hand-picked greeting cards, gift wrap, books, and gifts since it opened its doors in 1982. They're currently located in the heart of Trolley Square, on the corner of 500 South and 700 East in Salt Lake City. Cabin Fever loves all of their customers. Whether you're meek, geek, or freak, you'll find camaraderie within the eclectic world of Cabin Fever. And with the fast approach of the Halloween season, be sure to go in and check out their macabre wares. From skulls to haunted portraits, Cabin Fever has everything you need for your happy hauntings. And don't forget, Cabin Fever also has classic toys, vintage lunchboxes, coffee table books, walls and walls of clever cards, each one of them picked by one of the staff. Do yourself a favor, reserve about an hour and a half to two hours out of your day to go in and see what Cabin Fever is all about. And if you have a sweet tooth, a vast nostalgic collection of candy awaits. You'll find a variety of treats originating from numerous decades, ranging from the 50s to now. Be sure to tell them Geek Show says, hey, since 1982, Cabin Fever, feeding your imagination. Hoarders, Salt Lake's retro arcade bar featuring pinball, arcade games, console gaming, board games, and punk rock vinyl nights, offering a wide selection of craft brews, cocktails, and affordable drink options. Follow Quarters on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or visit QuartersSLC.com for a calendar of events. Hi, I'm JD. I'm Peterson. This is Spencer. And we're the 3-Bit Gamer Show, where we fight about video games. No, we don't. Yeah, we really do. Ugh. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at 3-Bit Gamer Show. 
Pants are optional. The Park City Culinary Institute in Salt Lake City is a school unlike any school in Utah. You will train to cook and bake with master chefs who have opened Michelin star restaurants, cooked for the James Beard Foundation, and have been featured on the Food Network. Anybody can attend culinary school. It's not just professional chefs. It's perfect for career changers, retirees, entrepreneurs, or maybe you're just passionate about food. Or maybe you're already working in the culinary industry and would like to upgrade your skills and knowledge. Park City Culinary Institute's program in Salt Lake City might be for you. They make it that easy. Learn more about their 4, 8, and 12-week programs. Financing is available on approved credit, and you can even use the GI Bill. You're going to make new friends. There's a lot of networking opportunities. To learn more or apply today, visit ParkCityCulinaryInstitute.com and mention X96, you know, the station I work for, when you enroll and you'll receive an all-clad pot valued at $200. Park City Culinary Institute in Salt Lake City at 1484 South State Street or go to ParkCityCulinaryInstitute.com. Broken news. Welcome to it. Woo-hoo! Yeah. Cha-ching. Now, the name of this episode is still just letters, because we never got around to naming oh, the Oh, God. So, yeah. The, so, oh, you so, guys heard that song so many times. Yeah. So, and it's not over yet. Uh, so we'll get we'll get back to the episode coming up in a moment. Uh, but uh, thank you to, uh, to Jimmy and Shannon and Jay for stopping by for Broken News. Well, of course, it's your birthday. Yeah, it's your birthday. Oh, Happy birthday. birthday. Jay's birthday, too. Yeah. Was, is your birthday today, too? Well, mine's tomorrow. tomorrow. I'm writing yeah. a song. Don't you steal his birthday. See what you think of it. Today is my birthday. It's Jay's birthday, too. Yeah. Sounds familiar. Shannon's the 30th birthday. Yeah. But he got lots of books for his birthday. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, Elon, Elon Osborne, see what you can do with that. <laughs> um, uh, I didn't get in that song. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny's uh, birthday is next year. <laughs> the last book was bought off my uh, my wish list. Oh, that's great. So they're uh, all morning. gone? Well, there's some pre-orders on there. Hmm. Oh, uh, good. But uh, yeah, 300, 300 plus books. That's that's cause, insane. That's because Geek Show listeners are the best. Yes. They are the best. And thank you. And and speaking of that, that's why we're it's free to come see us on the eighth, uh, Saturday night, fifty West, three hundred South in Salt Lake, Club Fifty West. Doors at six, show at seven, and we'll wrap up. We'll get you out of there by nine thirty yeah. so you yeah. can go to some other parties. You yeah, know? and I'm excited, like honestly, that is one of my favorite parts of the con. Like it's my favorite part, it, g- the live show. Because mm-hmm. it, it it's I, I love doing this show. I've been I, I, I'm privileged and proud to be a part of it for the past five years. And but like when we get to interact and just see mm-hmm. and we get to drink and be merry and do the same thing that we do mm-hmm. that we do every three weeks. Happy wife schedule. Shout mm-hmm. out. But yeah. I mean, like is um and to do it in front of everybody. It's so much fun. So please come on out if you're a new listener or an old listener. Or you want to bring some friends? Like seriously, mm-hmm. bring come through. It's so much fun. And, and there are people who aren't attending FanX for whatever reasons, financial or whatever, mm-hmm. and they want to still be, you know, in on the fun. This is the time to do it because yeah. it's just yeah. it's it's right there at Club Fifty West. And 
But if you are at FanX and you're going to see us on Friday, we're going to do a, a panel. 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Yeah. Uh, look for us. And, I want to uh, say 255A. It's somewhere around 250A, yeah. something like I that. Can something tell like you. that. I have, Shannon will look it up. It's a big room, so we've got to fill that so fucker. I Let's have, fill it. I have friends that, that aren't attending for FanX for their own reasons. Mm-hmm. But I... And I say this to them, and I've already given, I've, I'm in a position where I can help out with passes. Mm-hmm. If you just want to attend Geek Show at FanX, hmm. get a hold of me. I'll just say that. All right. Yeah, and, and I'll just leave it at that. Okay. We'll sneak you in the garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously. In the laundry I, basket. There are some people out there that do not want to attend this, you know, and they just want to you know they can't make it financially but they just want to see the geek show. Well and that's that, and, yeah. and and that's why I'm excited to to do the 50 West thing yeah. because they can come and see us for free. Uh I met one of the bartenders that's going to be serving. She is awesome. You're going to love her. <laughs> Did you tell uh, her to prepare herself? I I tried to warn yeah. her. They never <laughs> Did, listen. Well, they, no, never, no, 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 no. They tell they her to listen. bring some fucking friends. Oh, um, she she said she's bringing uh, another friend the of past, hers to bartender. The, was the last show yeah. we did? We did one live show and that was it, did we do the Raiders of Lost Ark? Was that the last one we did? Uh, no. Oh my god. Either way, they yeah. were on point. Yeah, yeah. They were doing like real like every time I turned around I had like here's sev- another shot. I'm like, "Oh my god." Oh god I had yeah. seven shots of vodka that night. Um I tried to warn him. The Geek Show panel at FanX is in 250A. 250A. That's a great room. It's a big room. Like, honestly... You know, we're we're gonna have a good time. So let, yeah, let's fill it. What I what I I enjoy seeing the 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 listeners you know react, but I I also just as much enjoy watching you guys feed off of their energy. <laughs> it's an, it's because it's it's this symbiotic relationship where yeah. it's like you know the more the audience is reacting, the more that you guys are fueled. Oh yeah, and the shows just they go stellar. Yeah. I know? will be wearing the kilt if. I'm just. Hopefully, like, somebody brings their baby. I know they will. We got the best sound bite of the, of the year <laughs> of the year from was it that kid was like that eight or nine years old, eight or nine, yeah, and said one of the most memorable things that <laughs> I still I legally can't say. Well, you'll show. you'll have to go back to geekshowpodcastarchive.com. dot com. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, find it. Uh, all right, raise a glass. Oh what? no, we got we got three of them. Oh no, what? Yeah. Well, four technically, but Jesus, I, I saw um, these. Uh, Aretha Franklin. Yep. Oh, of course. Oh, we've not talked about that. We yet? haven't talked we about Aretha wow. Franklin. I've talked about it twice. It's been in my a long podcast. week, <laughs> and uh, I, I feel remiss that we've not because uh, there will never be n- ever. Nope. Again, another voice like that. Yeah. I mean, just just an amazing talent, yeah. and and there. There has never been, nor will there ever be, another. Kat and I were talking about how they kept changing her dress in her in her coffin. She deserved that because she is the queen of all divas. God mm. damn it! Yeah. <laughs> like, she can't be her. Like that's gross. I'm like, no, she would have wanted that. And, she would. And to clarify, no, I'm sure she. I'm sure she, she put in her will. Yeah. 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 Are you kidding me? And to clarify, she never worked for anybody. Mm-mm. Okay. Oh, geez, nope. Jay, don't talk about and, politics. No, I'm not. I, I, no, I just said she never worked for anybody. No, I'll, just, I'll just leave it at that. Not only I, the, was being, I was being facetious. Not only the dresses, but that casket. Jesus, 24 well, karat gold. And the hearse? Did you see the hearse? No. Oh, yeah. my God. Anyway. No, like... Be, <laughs> was yeah, it a like, parade float? No, like... Essentially, yeah. I... Watching, like, watching the Aretha Franklin funeral and musical tributes... Mm-hmm. I felt so proud 
Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, like, yeah, her voice was one of a kind. Mm-hmm. One of a kind. We'll never hear she, the, the, I don't think we'll ever hear anything You'll hear like copycats. Yeah, the, you'll hear copycats. The, the things that she could do with her yeah. voice, man. Yeah. Just amazing. And, and, and there's an interview. I forget where, but just listen to the... If you get a chance, uh, YouTube, uh, Aretha Franklin commenting on other singers, <gasps> other fem- Have you seen that? No. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. No. It, it, like, she, she's, she speaks on Alicia Keys, Adele, and Nicki Minaj, mm. and just watch that interview. Okay, I need, I, to, I need to do she, that. She, the one thing I noticed, she is the queen. The one thing I noticed that was kind of funny, though, because like the exact time that she they were doing her funeral mm-hmm. down in D.C., they were doing John McCain's. Yeah. And it kind of made me laugh, though, because... Uh, W and Obama were down at McCain's. It was like the most boring yep. funeral you could ever imagine. And like Clinton's up there partying with like Aretha Franklin's yeah. crew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> staring at staring at Ariana Grande's ass. <laughs> it's like a That's awesome. That's awesome. I do wish Obama Have you seen would. that video yeah. of Phil? Yep. Just be like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ariana Grande. <laughs> All right. Uh, another one. Okay. Uh, we got uh, uh, Gary uh, Friedrich. Uh, who, who dat? He was one of the co-creators of Marvel's Ghost Rider. Oh, what? Uh, son of Satan. Ah. He, he wrote a bunch of comics Wait, for he, Marvel. He was the son of Satan. He, no, he created. So he was like some of the horror. Oh, okay. And oh. and some of the other stuff he did. He did Rawhide Kid. Uh, he did uh, Sergeant Fury and the Howling Commandos. That sounds like a uh, porno as well. Combat Kelly and the Deadly Dozen. That, that sounds awesome. like a porno. That's definitely a porno. Uh, he did a lot of work, early stuff uh, for Marvel. So uh, raise a glass to him. I, uh, let's I raise see. a glass to him. I'm just confused about his titles. Because <laughs> all of his titles sound like, is that a porn? Yeah. He finally watched The Ghost Rider with Nicolas Cage, and that's just what did it to him. That's like, what like, did it. Like, <laughs> Ghost Rider, like, like Ghost Rider, Nick Fury, and the Howling Command. That's a porn. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, another uh, Marvel artist, uh, Marie Sebrin, uh, 89. She did work on uh, The Incredible Hulk, Cull the Conqueror. Uh, she also illustrated the not brand Ack oh, uh, really? comics. Yeah, you know those cartoony ones. Uh-huh. Uh, she was she was very good, and uh, she she has uh, pierced the veil, as they say. So uh, raise a glass to those comic book artists and look them up. Look. And what up. was the fourth one? Uh, John McCain. If you so f- okay. if you feel so inclined, I'm not. Um, <laughs> I would have voted for him the first time he wanted to be president. Hey, you know what? The one thing I will say that was pretty goddamn funny is like. You, what the picture you posted where he's like, Yeah, Trump, you're not fucking invited. Sit the fuck off. No, it was it was You're not invited. Same thing yeah. to Sarah Palin. Well, you're not invited. And here's the thing, Jared and Ivanka were not invited. Good. But it was uh uh, uh oh, what's his name? Oh my stars. Uh talked Titus uh, and Andromeda? Uh, oh, <laughs> I can't Snagglepuss? even his name right. No, no, no. Uh, uh, Marvin the Martian. One of one of the high up Republicans. Uh, talked the uh, McCain family into allowing them to attend. So it would, just, it would just be, you know, a good thing. And so they do, and there's Ivanka texting during the oh, uh, cool. thing. So, yeah, classy. Uh, speaking of raising a glass, this is, this is history. For the first time in its 63-year history. Oh, yeah, let's do Yeah, I saw this headline. Let's raise a fucking glass to Guests this. will be able to enjoy an alcoholic beverage Inside Disneyland. Disneyland. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. if you're spending that much money, I need to be drunk. <laughs> you might not have any money to spend up to get drunk. Exactly. <laughs> so the only place that they serve booze in the park proper was Club 33. Mm-hmm. And that's an invitation only, and it's it's hard to get in. I've been lucky enough to get there a couple of times. Yeah. And uh, 
But Galaxy's Edge, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, uh, when it opens, you will be able to have a beverage at Oga's Cantina. <laughs> or is it Oga's? They're brilliant with marketing. Uh, this is Oga's Cantina, the kind of establishment that attracts some of the most interesting and disreputable characters in the galaxy. Like dads. Yep. And you, <laughs> and you, you never know when a stormtrooper or a familiar face will show up. Patrons of the cantina come across the galaxy to sample the famous concoctions created with exotic ingredients, you know, like Kahlua. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and Jägermeister. That's as strong as they get. <laughs> uh, no, they're, not, they're not releasing a menu yet, but they just did say that libations for adults, it, it may be vague, but it's what you think it is. They're, they're breaking that tradition. Now, it was always more of a superstition, I want to say. It was never really a rule that Walt had yeah. no booze in the park. It was just kind of understood. Yeah. Yeah, it's because it's supposed yeah, for little kids. But when you're doing it right across the way at California Adventure, then who gives a shit anymore? Well, and that's that's what happened is that they began to look at the revenue when they <laughs> when they started it in Florida. Yeah. And in California Adventure, and they went, "Oh, there's money." You think? <laughs> Sorry, Walt. Yeah. <laughs> you want us to stay afloat, don't you? Oh wait, you mean we could put an ounce of this in something and charge ten bucks for it? Yeah. Boom. That's a pretty good profit margin. Boom. Think about all the dads who don't give a shit about rides are just going to hang out in there and be like, kids, just go. I'll be right I'm going to get wasted with these Goddamn stormtroopers. Right. Just go. Just go. <laughs> Enjoy your fifth birthday. I hope uh, I got really drunk and I fucked an Ewok. Yeah. <laughs> you know, try not to fucking have too much fun. Oh. Anyway, so there's that. Just and, drinking my divorce money away. And more uh, Star Wars news. Uh, Matt Smith. Which, I saw that. Which doctor is he? Doctor Who? He's Doctor Twelve. Uh, doctor or something. I don't know. Uh, but he is uh, in. He's going to be in the new uh, Star Wars movie, Episode Nine. I'm putting money down. Which they are directing now. He's a villain. Think he's a villain? I think so. I would hope so. He'd be a good villain. He was a villain in that the latest Terminator one. Oh, that's right. How yeah. was he? Yeah, he was all right. Sorry, right? he's not as much in it because it's mainly John Connor's going crazy. So John Connor. It wasn't that great. terrible. Yeah, it wasn't that good. John Connor. Um, a lot of, yeah, there was a lot of. Uh, foreshadowing in that like we saw him like oh he's important speaking of Arnold I just watched Predator again yesterday because I'm, I'm on a panel you <laughs> son of a bitch you son of a bitch you one ugly motherfucker I see you've been I'm pushing a, too many pencils I'm on a Deep Space Nine panel I haven't watched Deep Space Nine in so long I don't even remember signing up for it oh I'm in trouble on that one. Surprise, surprise. I'm on a bunch of Black Panther panels. <laughs> I saw that on yours. Like half your panels. Black stuff. <laughs> You've seen Deep Space Nine. I mean, DS. You could, you could be on that. Uh, Switch D with Shannon. It, yeah, you'd be just as. Do. Switch. DS9 is my nickname for my. Oh. <laughs> Are you a dick? No. Oh. no. What? 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 No. No. It's Larry. I think oh, for that. I feel sorry. I still think you two should switch. When I get mad at it, I say Lawrence. <laughs> Lawrence. <laughs> Lawrence. Uh, also, uh, this uh, in uh, we all like Rick and Morty, right? Yeah. yeah. Why yeah. aren't I on a Rick and Morty? That's uh, another panel I'm on. <laughs> a Rick Why and Morty am I panel? not on the Rick and Morty? I know. Fuck. I, I'll trade you on that. It's like you, uh, want, to, you want to talk about black. It's stuff? all about <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm from the south. This is not going to go well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They'll just look at me funny. <laughs> I'm from Georgia. The panels ah, over. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> panels over. Uh, yeah. Uh, Justin Roiland, one of the creators of uh, Rick and Morty. The voice of Rick and Morty. He's the, he the voice of both of them. <laughs> the entire show. Um, he is uh, getting a, a show. 
Uh, let's see. It's uh, he's it's going to be on Hulu. They've greenlit two seasons for a total of sixteen episodes. It's called Solar Opposites. Is it animated? Or is it? I think so. It's a new series. Uh, yeah, from uh, him and uh, Mike Mc- McMahon. Yeah, about a family of aliens from a better world who come to Earth to hide amongst Midwestern Americans and can't decide how they feel about their new home. Yeah, it's animated. He's, he's going to voice both characters, Terry and Corvo. Of course. And, uh, you know, the, so it's, it's in production. It'll be around 2020. But, How's uh, he doing that and then making 75 episodes of Rick and Morty? Exactly, right? He's going to kill himself. <laughs> I think they may have... 70 episodes a I lot. Think they, I think they said, if we've got 70 episodes, maybe we should hire a writing staff. Maybe. There you go. Yeah, you might. I'm scared of the writing staff, though. Well, the, the one thing that I did learn when I did that Teen Titans thing, the uh, ADR stuff, mm-hmm. they can hammer that shit out fast. Like, if you're a professional at it. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's like that whole joke on Simpsons when Krusty comes in to do the doll. Yeah. And he oh, just, yeah. like, fires him out. And he goes, bada bing, bada boom, I'm done. And the guy's, like, putting the, 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 the reel on. He goes, all right, Krusty, we're ready to go. Like, <laughs> where'd he go? <laughs> but they can hammer that shit out fast. That's why they have, like, all these people have, like, 200 credits well, yeah. on IMDb kind of thing. Well, it's, it's just the, it, it's the animation that just takes forever because yeah. it's mostly sent overseas. Yeah. Done cheaply in you know Korea or somewhere, and, you know. oh. so there you go. Uh, now this was a big story locally here in Utah, but uh, if you're listening outside of the state, you might find it interesting because our uh, friend Ryan Otley, who's the oh this is uh, a good artist story. Oh. Yeah, this is thank an, goodness he's an artist. Um, he he and a good guy. He drew most of Invincible, right? I think he, I think he did all of it. Did he yeah, do the entire I, run? I want to say he did all of it. I think he did the entire run of Invincible, mm-hmm. and then he did some stuff with Superman and a bunch of other stuff. And uh, now he's working on Amazing Spider-Man. Pretty cool, and he does great work. But I think it was about five or so years ago. I was talking with him, and he was talking about how he was, you know, falling away from his church, mm-hmm. and uh, you know. He, Asking me for advice, and I'm like, well, the only thing that you can do is just just do it. You know, you, you, you just do it, but don't be a dick about it. Right. You don't have to be a dick about it. You don't even have to announce it. It's nobody's fucking no, business. it's nobody's business. Exactly. But he got into a bit of trouble here uh, recently. He uh, He's the artist for uh, Amazing Spider-Man, like I said. And in the most recent issue of Amazing Spider-Man number four, um, you know how artists will stick stuff in the background and things like that. I mean, you know, yeah. Chad, Chad Harden has put us in, you know, when he was drawing Harley Quinn, he yeah. put Geek Show all through it. Yeah. You're in it. I'm in it. Me and Jeff, Jeff are in it. I'm, you know. I'm still not in it. I'm, I'm not either. I, know. I don't think he's on Harley Quinn anymore. He's <laughs> not. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but... You, bet, um, you, you better put me in, like, Luke Cage <laughs> or something. Put me in something. <laughs> uh, but in the latest issue of Amazing Spider-Man number four, Spider-Man has... The plot of the story is Spider-Man has been split in two. So there's a powerless Peter Parker full of responsibility and a Spider-Man with none of the responsibility. And okay. you remember in the you know origin of Spider-Man, he's like, I can make money doing this. Mm-hmm. I'll be a wrestler. Yeah. You know? So what this Spider-Man did is he decided, like, like NASCAR, he got sponsorships. And so he's got patches all over his costume, <laughs> right? DuPont. Yeah, so it's like that. So he's got like... Herbalife. You, you can see like a, a, the Apple logo. You Tide. Know, you know, things like that. So, a lot of logos, but then in the bottom right, there's a, a logo that says CES Letter. Now, a lot of you would not know what that is. It's a book uh, by Jeremy Runnels, R-U-N-N-E-L-L-S, in case you're curious. 
described as one Latter-day Saint's honest quest to get official answers from the LDS Church on its troubling origins, history, and practices. Uh, Runnels was offered an opportunity to discuss his own doubts with a director of the church educational system, that's CES, and was assured that his doubts would be resol- could be resolved. After reading Jeremy's letter, the director promised him a response. No response ever came. And that's what the book is about. Hmm. So it's about his questioning his religion and walking away from it. And apparently Ryan had read the book, put it in there. Try to squeeze it in. Try to squeeze it in. He was on, uh, he did a Reddit post that says, I'm an Exmo. That's former Mormon. Mm-hmm. So he did leave the church. We're not allowed huh? to say that yeah, word. I know. You can't say the M word uh, anymore. This is, uh, I'm an Exmo, just resigned this year, and I draw Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man for Marvel. I threw in a little Easter egg in the issue that came out last week, Spidey wearing endorsement patches. And then he deleted that. It was up for just a short time, and he deleted that. But uh, there was no comment for the longest time, but then Marvel finally had to, to answer. Uh, the art reference in Amazing Spider-Man number four was included without awareness by Marvel of its meaning. As a policy, Marvel does not permit hidden controversial messages in its artwork, the reference will be removed from all subsequent printings, digital versions, and trade paperbacks. Then he was required to issue a statement, I'm sure. Marvel went, you better... You want to keep your job? I say, is he in trouble for this? Or Here's what he said. I've spoken with Marvel about my recent artwork. I have no animosity toward members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. My entire family are members, as are many of my friends. I would never include anything mean-spirited about them or their beliefs. The reference was in regards to a subject I am interested in and a personal decision I made in my life. It has nothing to do with the character the story of Mar- or the story f- for Marvel. So, yeah. That's crazy. Like Oops. when you think about like a character, like it's a fictional character, and it has branding, mm-hmm. you know. And so, like, kudos just for even standing on that platform. Well, I mean, Marvel has fired artists in the past for they, sticking political messages. Well, they did. Yeah. That, God. <laughs> well, and that no, that guy that was uh, he was drawing one of the X Men titles, mm-hmm. and he put some. It was something in I think in, in it, well, like an. Uh, Arabic language, yeah, that was and like that was really controversial. Sort of, and somebody that could read Arabic went, yeah, and they fired. What the fuck? Oh, they would, someone did that on that show uh, as a Homeland, the one on Showtime. Is that what it is? Oh, um, or Homefront? No, the one that you're supposed to watch if you're a white person. Um, <laughs> I forget. Anyway, they they hired these. I don't know about this show. They hired people <laughs> to do graffiti. The one with Manny Patinkin in it. Who? Oh, uh, Homeland. 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 Yeah. yeah, but they hired who, people who to do that? Uh, graffiti in Arabic, and they put it on there. And they basically were saying like, "White people are fucking stupid." And like, yeah. and there's like, if you go past it, if you can actually read Arabic, like it was just like, they, like "Hey!" They, <laughs> <laughs> no, that, That's makes, that makes me nervous nice. for, for Ryan because he just got that gig. Yeah, like, he just got I, it, and, and to just to make a splash like that. Well, he's I, lucky I, they didn't fire. Him, I know. I'll be honest with you, because uh, they, as we've seen, because it's such a cool gig. Well, and, but I think he's got such a draw. Yeah. And a fan base that they went, all right, watch your fucking ass. Like, yeah. this is the warning shot? Yeah. Like, yeah. So. Well, I hope he's all right. I'm all sure right. he won't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Now, I've got some details about uh, not only the uh, Disney streaming service, but the DC Universe launch, which is happening on the 15th of this month. Uh, $7.99 a month. The DC Universe? Mm-hmm. Is the DC hey, one. Good. Because I they keep having that pre-order thing. Mm-hmm. Have you clicked on that link? No. If you want to pre-order it, you have to slap down 70-something bucks. Why? For a year. 
Yeah, right? but I'm just like I'm like not all do at that. once. Yeah, mm. that's if you pre-order. Right. right. No one's gonna do that. Are they? I'm sure I bet so. some people. Is it, is it a deal? Like rather than paying per month, like, I think it's like ten percent off or oh. something. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, right, exactly. I'm sure they'd rather have you for the year as yeah. opposed to month to month, but. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's seventy nine, uh, seven ninety nine a month. It'll launch on the fifteenth of this month. Uh, it's got uh, the library content, classic films, classic TV series, digital comics, which I think is a great thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is where your new uh, DC shows are going to go. Um, so there's uh, DC Daily, which uh, Kevin Smith is committed to. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, that's like the talk show, right? Yeah, good luck doing that every day. Uh, yeah, I don't know see. how he's going to do that. Yeah, uh, the Titans show, uh, which was originally developed for TNT, moves to this SVOD platform. Uh, we've seen the trailer for that. That's out there. Fuck uh, Batman. Your uh, your Swamp Thing live action series is going to be there. Get out of my swamp. Your Young Justice Outsiders animated series is due uh, sometime this year. The Harley Quinn animated series will be there exclusively. Uh, let's see. Are they going to show like the concert, or is that Constantine's? Cartoon's still going to be on. It's on the CWC. I imagine it'll find its way yeah. here eventually. Stargirl, is, it's a live-action scripted drama that's coming. Um, You're doing a, tra- a Stargirl series? Stargirl series. Yeah, they just cast her, too, recently, huh. and I don't have that handy. Metropolis is going to be there. That's another live-action show. Uh, then you got all your, you know, Batman animated series, your Super Friends, your, you know, all that old stuff. Linda Carter, nice. Wonder Woman, Lois and Clark, you know. And the digital comics, which is, is, that's a very good deal. This is something that I... That's actually is a good deal. That would be for you, I think. Yeah, I'm going to get that. Yeah, get that. But then the Disney one... Sign me up. Is uh, right now, they're just calling it Disney Play, unless they come up with a better name. Hopefully they come up with a better name. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Bob Iger calling it the company's biggest priority in 2019, is to get that thing going. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so they're working on that. I don't have as much information on that. They just say that it's going to be around 8 to $14 a month. It's a pretty they, wide range. Yeah, they won't, <laughs> they won't have uh, nearly as much original content. So uh, it better be but closer but, to 8 but, but they're working on it. But it's like their archives, like yeah. everything, right? Well, and, the, and the, the sticking point that they've run into is getting uh, the Star Wars movies on there because they signed a contract a little while ago with, uh, I think it was TNT or TBS, I can't remember. Uh-huh. That said that we get them first, uh, and they, that was before the idea of this yeah. app was around. So they're trying to renegotiate. We're trying to get a better deal. Trying to get a better. <laughs> so that's uh, that's a ways away. So I think that's going to be the biggest electronic babysitter ever. Mm-hmm. That's what I think every parent should just be like, oh my god, every Disney cartoon, every Disney, you know. <laughs> but your uh, your I bet D- Song of the South won't be on there. So it won't be everyone. <laughs> probably no, not. probably not. So your DC app though. Is where your Doom yeah. Doom Patrol show that you're the most excited about, yeah, I think. Yeah. Well, I, I think Lee's more excited than me. Really? Uh-huh. Well, then he'll be very excited to hear that they have cast. I saw this, Mister Nobody. Yeah. Huh? It's a good as, one. As as it's a good one. Alan Tudyk. Nice. Is playing Mister Nobody. He's got a good good cast. Uh, the, let's see. Uh, formerly the mysterious Eric Morden. Was a villain who experiment who was experimented on and driven insane, gaining the ability to drain other people of their sanity in the process. All right, there you go. So there's your bad guy. Poor Doom Patrol. All right, that's a weird. It's a weird uh, thing, man. Yeah. Did you ever think you'd have a live action no. Doom Patrol TV series? Fuck no. We didn't think that you know a living tree 
would be a, a very popular thing in the Marvel universe. Yep. You know, right. I saw. I was. I went grocery shopping like at about nine o'clock this morning. And there was a lady there. I'm guessing in her mid to late fifties, totally mm-hmm. rocking a Groot shirt. Really? Yeah. And I was just like, I love this world. Sometimes it's yeah. just so. It's like me. I'm wearing a Black yeah. Panther T-shirt. I bought it in a Walmart. In <laughs> yeah. Chicago. Yeah. yeah. I, you know what I mean? I got a. I got a Black Panther T-shirt at Target. The one on 900 South mm-hmm. or whatever for three bucks. Yeah. Three bucks. Wow. Yeah. I got I, this shirt. At I was Target. actually kind of offended to be I honest. I was going to say, how. I don't know if I feel good about it. I'm, I'm like, ooh, cool. I don't, well, don't want to know how it got here for just three dollars. Mm-hmm. You know? it, it's so funny. I, uh, I'm on a panel, uh, the 10 years of Marvel. Yeah. And I, I was think just thinking about it, and it's like, Oh yeah, Mar- the first Marvel movie came out like the first year that we were a podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And remember, like, That's dope. just thinking back, like, we're going, they're making a fucking Iron Man movie. Mm-hmm. Remember, we're like, what the Iron Man? <laughs> they're starting with Iron Man. You got so many to yeah. choose from. That's where you're starting. Yeah. I'm glad they did. I'm glad they did. It made it actually made the most sense in yeah. in retrospect. Oh, they were right. They were right to start there. I, w- I wish DC would have started with Flash. Personally. Hmm. They should have, really. I, no, like, honestly, I think if DC would would have started with Flash, they wouldn't be in the situation that they're in. Mm. Speaking mm-hmm. of DC in that universe, I got a question for you. Yes. You think Ben Affleck's coming back? As Batman? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think, I think, it, I think it's done. Yeah. I think that uh, they'll look at the... Uh, they'll use the excuse of his insurance rate is too high. Mm. That's going to hurt his career, though, because nobody will hire him. Yeah, who gets sure. it? He looks terrible. Yeah, wow. that picture was bad. I so. didn't see the picture. Yeah, the, it, it was Gar- Jennifer Garner in the passenger seat under his drive, and then he's in the back seat. They had just gone through, like, what, In-N-Out Burger? Yeah. He's got a bag in his hand. He looks like seven pounds of shit. Like, <laughs> he does he not looks, look good. He looks bad. He, he had been drinking for days at that point. Yeah. yeah. His face well, is I've all... Had, I've had my benders in yeah. my life, yeah. but, like, I don't his think face, I look like that. His, so <laughs> His face was all puffy and stuff. So who's, so who's new Batman now? Well, they always, uh, you know, the rumor was Jake Gyllenhaal was waiting in the wings for it. Yeah. Waiting uh, in the wind. Oh, I see. I don't think he wants it. Wings? You don't think he wants it? I don't think he wants it. You know, I, the internet my, The internet really wants uh, Oscar Isaac. Is I'm, who, I'm for it. That's he who the internet, good. but the internet doesn't get to cast these things. Yeah. Hey, shit. Yeah. He could be good. James <laughs> Bond. I mean, honestly, you can say he doesn't want it. Like, uh, I was just having this discussion the other day, and I was like, if, if I had the opportunity to, to moderate Ben Affleck if he was here, one of the questions I would ask, I would try not to make it like an insult, but I want to be like, you know, you did Daredevil. You know how these geeks get. What made you want to put on another suit? Like, you know it's not, I mean, whether you're good or not, mm-hmm. people are going to find a fault. And, like, it's never going to go 100% your way. Yeah. And so I just, like, you know, and Daredevil really didn't go your way. <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean? Like The director's cut is good. Oh, I, I like the There are parts cut. of Daredevil that I, I love. Yeah, I think Michael too. Clark Duncan was great. I thought Bullseye was great, yeah. even, even though he's crazy. I thought it was I, the shittiest thing in that movie is Evanescence. I've always <laughs> said that. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. like it's it's not bad. It's not good, but it's not. Oh, there's bad. worse. Uh, go watch yeah. Miles Teller's Fantastic Four. There That's a piece oh, of God. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Daredevil was actually watchable. Like Michael Clark Duncan was was fantastic in it yeah. as Kingpin. Uh, I mean, he's no Vincent D'Onofrio, but it was just. Like, I mean, it was he had his own though. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the, the opening sequence of the Affleck Daredevil movie is just is just awesome. He comes home. He all takes off up. the costume. He's all fucked up. Yeah. He chews on pain pills. Yep. And crawls into the sensory deprivation tank. Yeah. And sleeps for just a bit. No, there's some cool shit in there. I just thought that was awesome. But I just, I, the mentality of putting on another suit knowing 
Exactly. You know, that, so you say Jake Gyllenhaal, like, don't, I, I, you know, if I was given the opportunity, I'd be like, oh, I don't fucking know. Because, like, <laughs> you're going to get bashed no matter what. Well, I imagine that they assured Affleck that they knew what they were doing, and he saw the concepts and the artwork, because on paper it looks great. Dude, I, you I, know? I, I saw somebody bitching today on the internet about Ben Affleck's Batman. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Grizzled Batman? Mm-hmm. I loved it. I th- yeah. you know, He's just this I thought he was, great. Old, I thought he was fine. grumpy Same. old fucking pissed off yes. asshole. Well, I, I'm just waiting for the time when we get to the age where where we finally get to see old Batman. You know, like... Oh, yeah. Because, like, I mean, we've seen it in the animated versions where, yeah. where it's, it's grumpy... Fuck shit, well, you know, and he's yeah. on his last leg. At, I want to see that. At this point, they could just bring back Michael Keaton. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> they that's, could. for real, they could no, do that's, the Dark Knight Returns. That's, or, that's, a, that's a thing on the internet yeah. right now. Yeah. Oh, is, really? is Michael Keaton, let's do the Dark Knight Returns movie with old Michael Keaton in Wouldn't there. that be cool? What about old Jack Nicholson? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I hear he can barely stand these days. Really? It's give not, it, give yeah. it to Louis. 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 Yeah. Louis C.K. Oh, oh that's Ben Anderson. Since no. he likes to emerge no. out of the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Any, anything uh, before we get back to the episode? Uh, um, I've got a movie. You got, oh, you're going to review? Yeah. You're what, in a movie? No. What, what do you got? To review. Uh, it's called Ken. Oh. K-I-N. Uh, this thing just kind of snuck up on us. It snuck up out of nowhere. I'll be honest. When I saw it, I had not seen one trailer. I didn't know the plot. I, I had seen some images. I walked that was, in. That was it. I walked in completely having no idea what I was going to watch, mm-hmm. which I love every now and then. I do it at Sundance a lot. Like I'll read like maybe the title and like the cast and maybe like a quick sentence about it, but then I'll just go in and have no idea what's going to happen. And mm-hmm. so uh, all critics know that there's two months of the year that are like, we call them dead zones. There's January and there's August. Uh, Utah's blessed in January because we have Sundance. So yeah. it kind of gets us through to February and that's where it kind of starts picking up. August, we're kind of fucked. And so... Uh, so this movie came out of nowhere, uh, and as the for box office wise, uh, it came in at twelfth. So I mean, like it's not yeah. it's not doing well. Yeah. But uh, the story is that this kid he's adopted. Uh, they live in Detroit. I think he's about fourteen years old. Um, I'm trying to think of the kid's name. Um, Miles Truitt, I think is his name, hmm. uh, the actor's name. And so uh, he's, he's adopted by Dennis Quaid. He basically just goes around uh, abandoned buildings, ripping out copper wires. Now he's a scavenger kind of mm-hmm. thing. And uh, one day he comes across, and they don't explain it. And this is actually one of the things I love about it. He just comes across these two dead, what looks like future soldiers. And right next to him is like this block, and he takes it. And what this block eventually becomes is a fucking space gun. Like, a fucking rad gun. Like, oh, yeah, you, know, you talked it, about this. It expands yeah. out, like, and when you pull it out and hold it up to, like, to the site, like, a hologram comes up for the scope and stuff like that. It's rad as shit. And so... Uh, his uh, Dennis Quaid's biological son just got out of prison, mm-hmm. and so he owes James Franco like sixty thousand dollars because he protected him while he was in prison. Doesn't have the money, so they're gonna bunch of shit goes down. I won't ruin too much. And basically, the the adopted son and the biological son go on a road trip because oh. they got to get out of town quick with a space gun. With a space gun. Uh, I will say this: uh, it's an hour and a half long. They do not fire that gun until an hour into it, and I made sure to look at my because he keeps fucking with it like that, like sitting in the bathroom by himself or in his bedroom like that, like like looking at it and like, yeah, shoot it, shoot that fucking thing, <laughs> you know. And he starts tapping things and starts like morphing and like doing different kind of you know modes and shit. And you're like, just fucking shoot it. Well, he finally shoots it, and and it, it, it's a fucking rad gun. <laughs> um, I will say that it's very talky mm-hmm. uh, for the first two acts, but. Uh, in the third act, you actually get to see what that gun can do, and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> and so, and there's a surprise uh, cameo at the end that's like, Counts and I were both like, "Oh shit!" Like that. And so, 
it's got its issues. It's not great, but we, I liked it a lot more than I thought it was. It's getting hammered by critics. Like people are just not liking it. But I thought, you know, the one thing that can ruin a movie are kid actors. Mm-hmm. And this kid's good. I think he's you're gonna, good. Actor. I think you're going to see him in a couple other things. Um, so he's good. I'm at like two and a half stars. Two and a half. Yeah. So it's not perfect. It's worth seeing. And, I, and I wouldn't like rush to the theaters and go pay theater yeah. prices. But like when it comes out on, you know, if it's Netflix or if you can rent it or something, check it out. It's not bad. Like yeah. it's got some cool style to it. Um, and it's while, an original story for once. Yeah, and while like, while James Franco's chasing them down, these two uh, future soldiers do end up coming and like I, I kind of attribute to uh, Lord of the Rings. Anytime that they put the ring on, mm-hmm. like was it Sauron can, knows where they are. Yeah. yeah. Every time the kid fires the gun, like while these two guys, it's like two soldiers on these motorcycles, like on their visors, like it'll show them exactly where they are, like on the map, like that. And they're like <laughs> that's the whole movie. They're just chasing them. So yeah, it's I had a good time with it. But right. you know, it's it's got issues. Two and a half. Two and a half. All right, I'll check it out. Thank you very much, Jimmy. Um, yeah. Yes. I just wanted to. Uh, well, one, I do want to. I do kind of want to plug a new spot that I'll be partaking mm-hmm. uh, some some business at. Um, come check out the Alibi, and not the one from Shameless. You know, that's a whole that's a whole different. Story. Whole different. You don't have like a, a Russian whole, hour and a hillbilly yeah. hour. Yeah, yeah. No, um, come check out the Alibi in, in Salt Lake City. It's right. Uh, it's at three sixty nine, three six nine Main Street, uh, between uh, uh, Apollo Burger and the Maxwells. That's right there. Um, you'll, you'll you might you might see me in there. Were you just uh, seeing Get Low with three six nine? Yeah, three six nine. sure. Take it to me one more time. Get low. Yeah, that's right. Uh, come check us out. It's a small little bar, but it's a it's a cool little spot, and you might find your boy in there. And um, but I also really just wanted to extend um, uh, a massive thank you to all the Geek Show fans that have been sharing the dry bar videos. I see you. I see you shouting out the clubs, especially the out of towner Geek Show listeners that are not in the Salt Lake uh, respective area. I really appreciate you just contacting those clubs like Funny Bone in, in St. Louis and in Illinois and just saying, book this guy. Uh, my videos are getting a lot of traction right now because of you guys. There is a, uh, like I said, there's in the earlier episode, I announced some dates. Those dates are, hold, hang on to those. I can't officially announce things, but I will just say this. Spokane, Denver, Tempe, Huntsville, Birmingham, uh, Nashville. You guys are all on notice. Do we have listeners there? Please rally. Keep sharing those videos. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. That's all. Awesome. All right. Got a couple things real fast. Yes. Uh, just because it is the week. This comes out on Monday. Fan X starts this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kat's booth is 1022. She's been working her ass off. She like, has. She's got non- some great stuff going on. It's so funny. She's actually doing a, a Futurama one right now that's got basically every character in the ship flying across the sky. Tell her I loved the uh, Charlie Brown and Snoopy one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good that one. That was a great And those one. Bob's, those plates that she's been doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my, awesome. My son loves his Mario Kart. Oh, he, nice. He, no, he just really does. Yeah, so. she found this thrift shop, and then she bought it. It said something like 60 bucks for a set. They gave her, like, you know, 20 plates like that. And then she's like, wait a minute, a set? So she called him back. They're like, oh, no, you left, like, 40 plates here. <laughs> so she's, like, went back there and picked them Lord. up. So she just we have, like, a shit to these plates in her house now. And she's just painting nonstop. So 1022 is where she's at. Uh, and then everybody at this table, we all have our panels. I'm going to post mine. I, we're still all waiting for our assignments for moderating. And so once I find out mine, I'm going to post who yeah. I'm moderating and my schedule. So right. just keep track of our Facebook pages and you can find out where yeah, we are. Yeah, we'll, we'll post them somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be, easy. we'll be easy to find. All right. Uh, let's get back to the episode. It's uh, letters. <laughs> Should I say it? No. I think there's a room for what we we said some some poignant shit in here that may qualify as episode title. <laughs> All right. 
No, we didn't. Well, uh, a couple of messages, and uh, we'll be back with the show. Hoarders, Salt Lake's retro arcade bar featuring pinball, arcade games, console gaming, board games, and punk rock vinyl nights, offering a wide selection of craft brews, cocktails, and affordable drink options. Follow Quarters on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or visit QuartersSLC.com for a calendar of events. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's find out what's going on at Dr. Volt's in the month of August. The Sandman Universe. From the mind of New York Times number one best-selling author Neil Gaiman comes the new world filled with dreams, nightmares, and wonderful characters living together in a shared universe for a new story unlike anything you've ever seen before. The Sandman Universe. Brian Michael Bendis, one of my favorites, returns to his indie roots at DC with his own Jinx World imprint. Bendis is relaunching Scarlet and premiering Pearl, the story of a tattoo artist that gets embroiled in a gang war with the Yakuza in San Francisco. Over at Marvel, the Fantastic Four return with their own title this month, Avoid No Other Team Can Fill. And it's time for the world to move on, but can it? A life-changing decision by The Thing, a momentous declaration by the Human Torch, a clarion call to arms that summons Doctor Doom, and a signal in the sky that heralds the return of hope to the Marvel Universe. Dr. Volts, open seven days a week, hold services free, and with that you get a 10% discount on purchases over $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. They are at 2043 East 3300 South, the friendly comic book store, Dr. Volts Comic Connection. Fan X returns September 6th through the 8th to the Salt Palace. Utah's ultimate pop culture fan experience features the biggest lineup yet. Celebrity guests including Jason Momoa, David Tennant, Dick Van Dyke, Tim Curry, Dave Bautista, Paul Rubens, Evangeline Lilly, Chuck Norris, Carl Urban, and more. Shop from talented art and merchandise vendors and geek out with your favorite fandoms like Star Wars, Star Trek, Doctor Who, and Stranger Things. Don't miss Fan X September 6th through the 8th. Get your tickets now at FanXSaltLake.com. If you love to play games, especially board games like Dungeons & Dragons, Magic the Gathering, or Pokemon, you'll love Haster Games. Not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and Magic products, they buy pre-owned board games and Magic products, too. Haster Games is located at 6831 South State in Salt Lake. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 p.m. on Sundays. It's a great place to stay and play. Verna Law PC focuses on patent, trademark, copyright, and advertising law. Verna Law helps businesses and creatives keep the value of their intellectual property high. Anthony Verna and the team at Verna Law can register and license any intangible that you or your business own. They license in New York and New Jersey. However, they help clients throughout the United States and around the world. Visit their website at vernalaw.com and check out their Law & Business podcast. This is not your everyday cafe, and this is just one indication delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Sons Cafe in Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at twinsonscafeslc.com. Hugs are free. Twin Sons, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing world, its food is. 
Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about my workout buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, my workout buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at my Workout Buddy SLC or email me, myworkoutbuddyslc at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says hey, you'll get half off of your first session, My Workout Buddy SLC. Quarters, Salt Lake's retro arcade bar featuring pinball, arcade games, console gaming, board games, and punk rock vinyl nights, offering a wide selection of craft brews, cocktails, and affordable drink options. Follow Quarters on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or visit QuartersSLC.com for a calendar of events. And we're back. Woohoo! All right. Yeah, uh, more, more letters. Oh, we got uh, letters? Oh, yeah. got, we got more letters? We got more Let's letters. See. Just remember, it's your eval. God, it's like it sounds like an angel. You're doing it. You're doing a great job, Tony. Thank you. I, I realize you're called Quad Tony because you're the fourth version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like evolved. <laughs> it's like if an angel had a baby with Burt Bacharach. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. This one from Jonah. Hi, Jonah. Hi, Jonah. Did this the same wait, Jonah? Yeah. Uh, probably different Jonah. Is he we part of the Jonah continuum? Uh, I guess we call him John. Ah. Oh. All of our listeners are <laughs> named Jonah, apparently. Good job, That's Jonah. Weird. Uh, far be it for me to correct someone in the radio biz on Uh-oh. anything. Oh, uh, shit. Is he, he was, well actually? He's well actually. Oh is, is he fucking geek explaining us? Yes, he is. Oh. But as a fellow soundtrack geek with self and self proclaimed audiophile, mm. let's hear this. I thought this would be something that you'd want to correct. No, my lady. Because we were talking about the you know songs for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. and. <laughs> Harumph. The suites are actually already on the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 soundtrack with the 7-inch single cut of Fox on the Run. Thank you. However, a thank you for suggesting Wham, Wig, Wham, Bam, sorry, as an alternate cut, seeing as the song oozes the overall feel of the franchise and definitely would have been a more solid choice. What about Black Betty? <laughs> What about it? As someone who spent many hours of my youth constructing actual mixtapes from tracks on LPs and other tapes, CDs, and listening to the radio so frequently, I had to start-stop system down to an art. The Guardians of the Galaxy soundtracks ring all too true in their construction, built of both classics and deep cuts like any good mixtape should be. In the cinematic universe where a film like Thor Ragnarok can get away with using a track like the Immigrant Song, uh, due to its references to Valhalla, uh, and after taking a knife to the brain, Deadpool hears Chicago when he looks at Vanessa. <laughs> Nothing warmed the cockles of my uh, Jefflin loving heart quite like seeing Baby Groot dancing to Mr. Blue Sky in the opening act. Gunn's affinity to the series uh, bled over into those soundtracks. They were as painstakingly edited as, edited as the films. 
And yes, that's true. That's part of his process when he writes these movies. And Jonah, I I actually apologize for accusing you of geek explaining because you actually have a really well. He, no, he, he, and, he knows his shit. I feel, like, I feel like I'm in college. Yeah, yeah he, I was going to say, this huh. was like a college paper. <laughs> he knows his shit. He really does. Uh, there are only a handful of modern-day directors that come to mind with the same attention to detail. Edgar Wright's, the Coen brothers, even Tarantino usually does pretty well. One can only hope that Disney, in all their hypocritical glory, do decide to use his script, which, God willing, will also have Gunn's soundtrack picks. They are in there. Uh, the films themselves have a massive following, but the, any deviation from the music that he set in them will incite a whole other kind of anger from we, the music geeks. As I climb down off my soapbox, <laughs> I'll leave you with a few personal choices that uh, potentially could be plugged into the existing mixes or possibly fit into uh, Volume 3, given what little we know. Otis Redding, the change is mm. going to come. Mm. Great song. Absolutely beautiful. Rolling Stones, Get Off My Cloud. Mm. I don't know. I don't know if I'd pick mm-hmm. that one. I think it would work. There you go. Uh, Sticks, Mademoiselle, Mademoiselle. I don't know that one. I, Joan, I don't know. Joan Armitrading, Willow. Uh, Bob Dylan, Shelter from the Storm. My wife will agree with you on that. She loves Bob Dylan. Uh, Dave D, Dozy, Beaky, Mick, and Tick doing Hold Tight. Okay, i got to find that one. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Uh, so look that one up. As always, thank you for uh, the panel and everything you do. Jonah. Thanks, Jonah. Oh, thank you. Jonah. What? What? What years was Star Lord's wife, or excuse me, mother, um, alive? Oh. She died like in the late eighties. It was like Cause, I want to say I want to say eighty seven or 80. okay, yeah. Because I'm just trying to figure out because the era, yeah. Let's see with volume three. I just want to figure out if Peter Quill's mom was in the NWA. I, I want the <laughs> I want I want the third movie to open over the planet of uh, the planet of Titan while they're showing all the people disappearing. To uh, is it was it War that did the original? Ball of Confusion. Mm. Uh, yes. Yeah. So Ball of Confusion is one of the best songs ever, and actually covered really well by Love and Rockets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think <clears throat> just just hearing that that reframe. Yeah, I think I'd go Love and Rockets. You go the Love and Rockets version. I think I might. That would be cool I would too. Because I think that Quill would more likely have that version ben because the... now he has a Zune. Right, but his mom was into some <laughs> esoteric shit. She so was. I could see her pulling up a, a, a not as well known war song. But the Zune wasn't his mom. If there ain't That's no Wu Tang Clan on that Zune, I'm, I'm gonna be mad. And that is true. It's not his mom's Zune. That's true. So this would be so kind of yeah. That's what I'm saying. This would be Zune his. Is it? Well, no. This would be his opportunity to do music that just he likes. Yeah. Yeah. In That's the true. third movie, That's true. show his it be his personality if that and was, growth. If it was Carol Danvers Zune. That would be way that funny. That would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I do like these time travel movies that they're doing with Wonder Woman 84 and then what? Uh, Captain Marvel's like a 90s movie, right? Yeah, 90s. See? Man, this is cool. <laughs> she would have a Zoom. Agreed. What a time to be alive. Yeah. She that would have be a the Zoom. connecting tissue. I, I, Wouldn't that be crazy? I doubt it is, but I love the idea. I'm going to go call my uncle Yeah, because <laughs> that was the first thing I actually, when I saw that, I was like, whose Zoom is it? You know that it, it can't just be some random. Well, that's story. the it's difference. Be that's the difference between the Marvel universe and the Star Wars universe. Because if it were a Star Wars story, we'd already have a book written about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they'd be mad that the Zoom. <laughs> that Zoom got to space. Yeah. yeah, and they'd be mad that the Zoom was a, not the right color. Turns yeah. out it was Aunt Beru's Zoom. <laughs> she bought it, it could from be a Richard, Jawa trader. It could be Richard Ryder's. Could oh yeah, Nova. 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 All yeah. right, could be. Ready? All right, go ahead. Oh, just beautiful. God, I just... This is such a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) Elon Osborne. Shout out to Elon Osborne. Oh, he's the man. Yep. I want to go see that band live. Uh, (laughs) It's like Tony Bennett grudge-fucked Herve Villachez. Wow. Um, I'm not... 
don't know that. Bass, this I'm one it is the plane. This one is from uh, uh, Villa Wolf. Villa. It's one, one L, so it's oh. V I L A. I'm Facebook friends with that oh, person. Yeah. Okay. So am I. I know that name. I think yeah. I bet we all are. Um, Perhaps. I think so. <laughs> I have two adopted siblings. Both are brown-toned. Both were adopted within months of being born. I put uh, home in quotes because neither one has any memory of where they were born. It's not really their home. The USA is. One was born in Peru, the other in Guatemala. They have lived their entire lives in the USA or completely American. Uh, they were always told where they came from and the circumstances of how they came to be adopted. If they were curious as to their home culture... We'd do everything we could to get them resources, but kids being kids, it was, you know, they don't they really give a care. Shit. Yeah, yeah. It probably didn't come up much. <laughs> it would be an intense couple of weeks. That's what we say. That's like a, prof- like in my profession, that's yeah. professional. They didn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> it would be an intense couple of weeks, and then a new game would come out. The cycle went, and, you know, as, as they grew. Last year after college, the adopted brother made the trip to his country of birth just to see it. The adopted sister has no interests in ever going back. Hmm. Um I could tell you some absolutely messed up stories about the things I've seen while growing up with them, but I won't. Instead, I'll tell you about the, uh, the filing cabinet. There's that uh, tip when someone dies, get at least 40 certified copies of death certificates. Yep. 40? Yeah. Yep. If, wow. if, only they were yeah. That, if only they were that lucky in life. Everyday life, they need an asinine amount of paperwork. Their home country passport, their U.S. passport, their adoption visa, their adoption certificate, their citizenship papers, their home country birth certificate, the U.S. issued birth certificates. My parents jumped through hoops for years getting them because they thought it would make things easier. It didn't. Their social security card, copies of immunizations, proof of residency longer than five months. All of it has to be official, original, and certified, except for the electric bill. And all they need to do is apply for it. That's and and hmm. and they need all of this just to apply for a job. Holy shit! Apply to school, renew their driver's license, or not get loaded up in a van to, if the yeah. fucking thug shows up at their to, house. To mm. vote, if they get if they get pulled over for speeding ticket, or to rent an apartment. Wow. Yep. So they like need I, all they that gotta shit. have that shit in their car. Yeah, they gotta have that that's shit crazy. handy. Yep. Uh, I Me should my file cabinet in the trunk. Yeah. Right. yeah, I should add that they both live in ultra liberal Southern California. Mm-hmm. All I've ever been asked for is a valid driver's license and an electric bill. Can you imagine trying to rent an apartment and being asked for your immunization records? Oh, oh, I, just, I just think about the last time I was pulled over, uh, 14 years ago. I yeah. was pulled over because my taillight was out. Cop came up and said, hey, buddy, your taillight's out. And I was like, oh, cool, thanks, officer. He's like, yeah, get that taken care of. See ya. Yeah. Get yep. that taken I care have of. heard horror stories from people of color uh, yep. being pulled over for, uh, I think, what was uh, what was Jay's? You. You match the description of somebody who was involved in something a few hours ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking bullshit. Yep. No comment. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, uh, you know, the solution is really, really simple, and it's not building a wall. It's uh, get rid of borders. I agree. Yeah. There's... Come on. United Federation of Planets. We're in a... We're in a, we're in a uh, Information age right now. We mm-hmm. can we can freely share information with almost anybody but, on the planet. Well, so. that's that's the United Federation of Planets. It so, is. Uh, mm-hmm. The people from other countries. That's just different planets. That's well, Mars all. did try to rebel a little bit. <laughs> but. But if, if we didn't have borders, how would we be proud of ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> then be an exceptional human being. Yeah, can't we be proud of our human heritage? Yeah, our humanity. <laughs> yeah, how about well, that? You, mean, Do you got another letter? Wait, you can be proud on the inside. Yeah, you can actually. Yes. What? I know, right? Yeah. I gotta look into that. I know. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. God. Letters. So, does it get letters? Hey. And then we answer them. Hey. God. 
God damn the shine. Hey. It's my favorite drinking song now. <laughs> the shine never wears off. Oh, Jesus. It's if like, anything, it gets shinier. It's like Ernest Borgnine and Lady Gaga adopted an orphan. <laughs> I don't that, know these. That doesn't mean <laughs> anything. Okay. Well, could you uh, imagine Lady Gaga and Ernest Borgnine I, in a relationship? I, 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 He's dead. Um, <laughs> so she. So no, I can't. Uh, yes, okay, I this can? one from our old friend uh, Lang. Hi, Lang. Lang. Lang, of course. Lang. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Admiral, staying on course, and while doing so, I checked in with Lee with an idea that I had. He's got some good. Ideas. As you saw on Facebook, I take care of monkeys now. Nice. Yes. Yes. If you watch Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I'm Tyler Labine's character every day now. Oh, shit. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> there, are, there are over 6,000 out here. Wow. What? He works this guy gets to hang out with 6,000 monkeys? Research monkeys. Yes. So nearly on a daily basis, I catch myself just watching them and seeing some incredible stuff. Mannerisms, relationships. Masturbation. Compa- Murder. Compassion. <laughs> the two important M's. Intelligence. It's all just amazing. Any, any who... There's a particular area that houses a few dozen in a large group. And in this group, there was a young male that was incredibly kind every time I came by. He also never shoved others aside. He was incredibly curious and has become one of my favorites. He ends up coming by just holding my hand firmly, just as a friend. Uh, We have many names for the monkeys out here. Master Splinter, Jackie Chan, (laughs) Mr. Big, Jim Bob Cooter. (laughs) Jim Bob, I want to beat that one. (laughs) Murphy. Bones, Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> he's the best he's actor. A, he's like a very serious and intense he's a, monkey. He's, a, he's an extraordinarily method monkey. But, he, <laughs> but he's always looking at people's shoes. Yes. Uh, let's see, uh, just to name a few. But uh, this particular monkey didn't have a name yet. Being new, I didn't know if I could even try naming one. Uh, years ago at Anime Bonsai, when we finished up with the 101 Reasons to Love Geek Show podcast, he made that list. I asked you oh, all right. to I asked you all to sign my poster, and I was uh, still very blown away at the fact that you guys let me on a podcast. But when I had taken just a few steps to the door, someone grabbed my hand and pulled me back. It was Jeff. He wanted to talk. He wanted to bond. To this day, I try to emulate that. So this cute little guy pulls me in every time I come by, and I figured it'd be appropriate. He is now named Jeffy. Nice. Appropriate. Yep. Very cool. Jeffy's a monkey. <laughs> so there you go. Very cool. Thanks, Lang. Thanks, Lang. No, thanks, Lang. And I'm tearing up right yes. now. Yes. Oh, oh, but I got I got a gift for you now. He's got... Is the monkey Jeffy? Wait, does this gift include a letter? Well, this is a letter, yes. How Holy shit, it? there's more letters inside the letters. letters. Sometimes we get letters, and then we answer them. <laughs> there's a letter inside of letters. <laughs> wow, this is a special episode. <laughs> uh, this one from Travis the Pie Man. Hi, hey, Travis. Hey. He is responsible yeah. for geekshowpodcastarchive.com. And He's glossary, thank you. Right? And the, uh, yeah, he he does the glossary and all that. Okay, here we go. Uh, first of all, the last three shows have been great. Having uh, Kiki, Kari, and Rebecca on at the same time was wonderful. It should happen whenever a regular panelist is missing, or maybe even when they aren't missing, but that would mean a lot of microphones. Yeah. Anyway, I recently opened... I couldn't get that drunk every time, though. Exactly. I recently <laughs> opened a vinyl decal slash sticker Whoa. store... Oh, cool! ...on Etsy. What's it like having your own business? Exactly. So I... <laughs> Lee. You know what? Lee, it's going to turn out great for him. <laughs> See, I think he only does this part-time. But uh, he says, uh, so I thought I would make a batch of stickers for the panelists as a thank you for an awesome job you do on a regular basis. I was able to pull text off the Geek Show logo to create a basic Geek Show masthead sticker. 
which I have right here. You folks on the listening, oh at, my god, oh, cool. listening at home. That looks great. And so there's that. Uh, let's see. Uh, then I matched the font so I could make some smaller. Geek Show says, hey, stickers. Oh, that looks good. Oh, so that's, that's cool. Just Geek Show says, hey. I fucks with it. Yeah. I've got I'm that going to put it on my soccer mom car. Yep. Yeah. Every, take uh, that to the tattoo parlor and get us a tramp stamp. Oh, right in your butthole. Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> on, on your that's butthole. Too that's low. not a tramp stamp. He says, I've got, I've got those stickers for everybody. Along with some Trump balloon decals I designed oh recently. God. Oh, they're funny. You need to see them. Uh, since we all have so much disdain for Orange Forty Five, but enclosed in the hey, sm- I don't. He's trying, man. He's <laughs> trying. <laughs> but he's trying to get the hang of it. He, just he had a straight crazy. face at first, but then it cracked. Look, was, just come just on. give him three more years. <laughs> come on, he didn't have oxygen for the first thirty minutes of his life, or <laughs> uh, <laughs> the last thirty minutes of his life. But enclosed are some smaller envelopes with some stickers exclusively for each panelist. Oh, shit. oh, oh cool. shit! Shannon gets a small Hulk fist logo, a Hulk silhouette, and a Thanos was right sticker, and, yeah. and a Superman crest. And, and an orange. And that's, that's, the, that's the Trump, that's the Trump oh, balloon. Oh, this is awesome. That's a Trump balloon. My, la- my laptops are going to look great. Lee. A thousand dollars. Thank you. <laughs> Lee gets a Jedi Order insignia. Yes. A, a U.S. Spacey Robotech insignia. <gasps> Shut up. Get that shit out. <laughs> God, you made him choke. <laughs> a cart- I love Robotech. A cartoon Princess Leia. And a small cock shark. <laughs> no way. Shark. I want to see the cock shark. The cock shark. Get that get out. A look at the cock shark. And, uh, Whip that cock shark if he, out. If he wants a bigger one, he can he can make you a bigger one. That's the cock shark. And there's, oh, holy my God. There's the cock shark. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I just throw it out there? Uh, I kind of want a cock shark. That is please. fun. All right. Get that out of so, uh, of, so bulbous. Of all the things I've put into the world, cock shark. Look at this fucking thing. Jay, Jay gets a Deadpool insignia, Yay. a a Killmonger was right oh, sticker, shit. an incredibly vocal minority logo, oh. and a Street Fighter Guile flash kick. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. oh. flash kick. There you go. He's the He's reason I great, joined the military. This is like one of the best things that's ever happened to me. Tony this is gets a Green Lantern logo, All right. a Gadget Spot logo, hey. a Legend of Zelda Hylian Shield. Oh, that's cool. A small Space Invader, and a Ginger Squatch sticker. That is awesome. Thank you so much. This is great. This is so cool. Oh, my God. Um, this is why I love this show. Like, I got a flash kick. Jimmy gets a Flux Capacitor symbol. This is in a, a protective envelope. A big movie mouth off logo, a Wonder Woman logo sticker for cat, and oh. an Ant Man and the Wasp silhouette. Oh, I that's awesome. Oh, God. Jimmy, look at that. That's uh, sweet. Your, your yeah. logo looks that's fantastic. Dope. That is so cool. That is, yo, that, yeah, that um, logo looks fire. And uh, for Carrie, a Live Long and Prosper Bitches sticker. Are you going to put it on your car? <laughs> nice. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, let's see. A uh, Let's see. I lost the spot now. Uh, a Star Trek Command logo. A kid Yoda, a kid Jawa, and a Captain America graffiti stencil logo. Let me see. So, so there's Let's oh, see. That's cool. Oh, that the, is cool. God damn, oh, this is a quality cool. shit. Good work, man. There's the kid Yoda, and I must have lost the kid Jawa. It's still in there. 
Yeah. It's just because he knows I love Jawas. Yeah, there it is. Jawas. You do That's love Starfleet awesome. Command. You do love Jawas. I love Jawas. That's awesome. Thank you so this much. Great. Thank you, Yo, man. Like, I'm going to go fire. back to Jen's house. I'm sticking this shit all over the place. <laughs> this is fire. Right if here. Uh, if Kiki, Kari, or Rebecca want anything, have them message me with a few sticker ideas. I'll send some their way. A uh, number of the non geek show stickers are available on my Pie Man Graphics Etsy store. Also, uh, I also do custom work. I can create almost anything. Let me know if there's anything. Oh, and, and Travis, away. you you have you have my permission to use the cock shark for your own personal. Well, game. see, nice. see, he asked me. He says, "Do you mind if if I have those on my nope. Etsy store?" And I I think the geek, the Geek Show the Geek Show says, "Hey, the cock shark, yep. go for it. Certainly for it. should be on if your you, Etsy. Yeah, if you do can, it. If yeah. you can if you can profit from our stupidity, go for it. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, anyways, I can create. Somebody. I can also create almost anything. Let me know if there's anything else. And, like send your way. And I, like I don't mind chilling for this guy. These are fucking beautiful. Yeah, they really are. They are, are fucking. Cool. Fantastic. They're really good. They're but, good work. But now I have to do the cock shark NATO T-shirt. Oh no! <laughs> Here's the thing. He's also cock shark NATO. Yep. He's also um, for the panel that that I'm doing about uh, the villains were right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that one. On that one. Yeah. Uh, he's making. Thanos is right, and Killmonger is right. Stickers to give away at that panel. Oh, wow. oh nice! Oh, Killmonger was right, except for the thing. Wearing your t-shirt and like yeah. how he hurt black women. Didn't, yeah. the, didn't that that's Travis that's, used that's to? The only thing. Yeah, no. And then we all get a geek show thing to put. Oh uh, yeah, we, I got a bunch oh, of them here. So awesome. my car's gonna be fucking decked yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna look. What's like funny? A liberal. I just said the other day I would never put <laughs> stickers on my car. It's happening. It's happening. I'm this 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 Macross one. Is that's gorgeous. way cool. And that's going great. on my yeah. on my Scion. Uh, great job. And to Travis Scion, uh, Scion XB. Travis, my, my 1997 Hyundai Santa Fe is going to look fantastic. <laughs> Thank you, Travis. I do <laughs> Thank appreciate you. that's beautiful. Uh, Thanks, might man. I suggest uh, for those uh, three people that you mentioned earlier, um, I would recommend a Ted Cord. I'd recommend an Iron Man, and I'd recommend a Carol Danvers. Oh, yep. good, yep. good choice. Good choice for all of those. At least her symbol. Yeah. All right, Iron Man. Uh, movies, uh, games, and we'll wrap this up. All right. Uh, whoever's first. I got mine. Go for it. All right. Uh, first one coming out is a movie I didn't see it, but I hear it's pretty fucking scary. I think Jay saw it. It's called Hereditary. Yo. It was filmed here in Utah. Yeah, it's filmed right in Utah. Oh, and a lot of people from here. It, it's yeah. it's, it's a, a really our, good apartment. Our good, old, our good old boy, Jared Phillips. That's right. Yeah. He's in it. Yeah, yeah it was funny. Cat uh, and I, we have a new restaurant that we love called Hub and Spoke. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, we were sitting there talking about Hereditary, and all of a sudden the waitress goes, I was in that movie. No. And like, oh, walked no away. <laughs> I was like, um, no. Jen's daughter, Gracie, went and said, eh, it wasn't that scary. Really? <laughs> it wasn't that scary, but I, it did make, it did make, I, there's one part where I jumped and I farted in the theater. That was pretty. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different, it's, it's more like psychological, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Holy. What else? Supernatural <laughs> season thirteen. <laughs> wow, they're almost halfway through. My, my wife watches that show. She's like, my wife. she's like, like invested. It's like she's kind of tired of it, but she's like, I gotta go it, to the end. It's exhausting after season eight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a movie called Adrift uh, with Shailene Woodley, where they get stuck on a boat mm -hmm. in the ocean. I'm stuck whatever. on a boat. Uh, I'm stuck oh, on a boat. If you have not seen this movie, it is fan fucking tastic. Mm -hmm. Won't you be my neighbor? Oh, yeah. Oh, is it out? I want to see it so bad. It's going to make me cry, though, huh? Oh, big time. Because I love Fred <laughs> Rogers so goddamn much. I saw it at Sundance, and like at the end of it, you're like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> like, we needed Fred Rogers that, right now. I wish we could bring him back to life. It's funny, because the, the, when I walked out, I kind of when I saw uh, someone talking about it, Carrie said, what was the movie that we saw? Um, oh, we walked out, and your quote was, this is the movie that America needs right now. 
Oh, which one? It was, was a that? superhero movie. Fist Dead, Dead, Deadpool. Deadpool two. Oh, I, I think yeah. it was Deadpool two, or, or maybe it was Ant Man and the Wasp. I don't know. One, probably two. Deadpool two. I was like, yeah. Same thing with this movie. Yeah, it's exactly what this country needs right now. Just to just to put a smile on your I, face. I felt I'm, that way after Fury Road. I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm glad it's on Blu-ray so I can watch it in the privacy of my own crying room. That's right. Uh-huh. Um, just scrolling down. I don't think anybody wants to watch <clears throat> Cop and a Half. Nah. And that looks. Whatever like, happened to that kid? He grew know. up. He's dead now. <laughs> he died in the line of duty. And yeah, now the sequel's Cop and a Dead Kid. Cop uh, and a geez. fucking dead kid. Silicon Valley season five. Uh, so good. I was like, is it going to suck without what's his face? Without the rapist? I, yeah. yeah. No, no, it's, it's fucking still great. fabulous. Still great. Mike Judge is an underrated genius. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. You talk, are you talking about T.J. Miller? Yeah. yeah. What's funny, in the, one of the Deadpool featurettes that Kat and I was watching, like they you know, show all the behind the scenes, blah, blah, this, and they show you know, T.J. Miller and Ryan Reynolds riffing with each other and stuff like that. And the last thing they say in that featurette, he goes, see you in the third one. And yeah. Kat and I immediately go, no, no we won't. No, no. Nope. <laughs> yeah, enough, uh, enough roofy allegations yeah. to come up with that, dude. Yeah. So. Games? Games. We've got some good stuff coming out this week, actually, unlike last week. Good. Uh, Dragon Age 11. Echoes yes. of an elusive age. That's I, got a that's got a pretty big following. Fucking the, love the Dragon Age. Oh, games. sorry, Dragon Quest. Shut up. <laughs> oh, <that's, laughs> I different. wish it was Dragon Age because I love the Dragon that's Age. So games. good. That's, yeah. that's very different. Yeah, yeah. This is Dragon Quest. I want a quest for him. I want to age him. But I wish there was a new Dragon Age game. Dragon Quest Eleven: Echoes of Elusive Age. Uh, okay, Destiny Two: Forsaken comes out this week, which is uh, I like Destiny. I know I've I've been playing Destiny Two quite a bit lately, actually, and so very good. This new Forsaken one's supposed to be pretty freaking cool. A huge expansion for it. Uh, let's see, we got um, Ninja Clash of the Carrots. <coughs> Stop okay. it! Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Ninjin. Uh, let's see, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Zone of the Enders, the second runner, uh, comes out. I think that's a remake of one of the Zone of the Enders games, but it's for PlayStation VR and PC. So Zone of the Enders was kind of cool back in the day. Now, this is the big one this week. Uh, very excited for this game. I really hope it's good. Everything looks really good leading up to it. The new Spider-Man game Oh yeah, on PS4. That thing looked badass. It looks so good. I don't it's, have a PS4. Cat actually saw it. She goes, I kind of want to buy a PS4. It, she wanted to buy it. It yeah. might be worth it. I mean, That's what I'm thinking. Wait for some reviews, obviously. See, yeah. how, see how it goes. See but if it's just glitchy come, and you come over buy to, a bunch of shit. Come right? over to my house and yeah. play it. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah and one. if you know someone that has it, give it a shot there. It looks so good, though. All right. I like Spider-Man's. 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 All right. And, uh, of course, uh, don't forget on the 8th uh, in the evening in downtown Salt Lake, because you know, we'll, we'll run from Fan X right over to 50 West. I'll just take a train. Uh, you don't need to. <laughs> it's like across the street. <laughs> I can show you an underground t- tunnel, though. Oh. <gasps> That? Yeah. Oh, I'll we show haven't you. been in an underground tunnel together in a long time. I'll show you. You'll love this. Not uh, since but, the uh, war. But uh, uh, for FanX, we'll leave FanX on Saturday night and head over to uh, Club 50 West. It's uh, 50 West Broadway. Remember that time I got lost? Yeah. It's on 300 South. <laughs> yeah, you took it right instead of a left. And uh, doors are at 6. The show starts at 7. It's uh, free to get in. You must be 21. Uh, and we'll be doing two live recordings on stage. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be... We're going to be heavy. I can also tell you the, the show that we're going to do it at the show, the, where we are and all that in the times. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we'll be on Friday. We'll be at FanX. Oh, our panel. Yeah, the, the live at FanX. Uh, it's going to be at 5 p.m. in room 250A. On Friday. That's a big room. Friday. 250A Friday. Big room. 
Friday at 5 p.m., room 250A in the Salt Palace. I, I, lo- I, I seriously love the live shows. I, uh, I hope I can get in. <laughs> you will be. And I've got one more thing just at the promoter because yes. it's coming up. Uh, Kat's going to be there with her art. She has been working her ass off on new paintings. Some of them are funny as shit. And so I'm not going to ruin what they are. Yes. Uh, but it's booth 1022. Uh, come and find her and support her because she loves seeing you guys. And it's just fun to have fun. All right. Mr. B. Hams. Sometimes I buy hams and I eat more of them. <laughs> <laughs>